You're listening to the Whenever It Kicks podcast with me, Jessie Cave. In this episode, I talk about sleep deprivation. What a wonderful thing it is. Not, 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 not. I was going to sing a song, but I'm not. I haven't had enough sleep or the talent to sing a song. Okay, thank you for listening. Good night. Hello, everybody. You're listening to the Whenever It Kicks podcast with me, Jessie Cave. And this is episode 31. I've had a little break. Had a little break. Well, I didn't actually have a break at all. It's been just very busy and very quite hard. (laughs) So I haven't had a moment to do a podcast, let alone a podcast that lasts longer than 15 to 20 minutes. But I think that's just my thing now. They're going to be short podcasts because that's all I can do. And... I should just explain that I am in a hotel room in the middle of nowhere. I have my baby with me and I have my mum with me. And the three other babies slash children are with another grandparent slash grandparents. Very kindly. Alfie is off to Edinburgh and it's going to be a hard four weeks without him. But I think he'll have a really good time. Hopefully he'll do a really good show. And I've got lots of work to do and I've got to try and gather my thoughts and my sanity and my, I just got to rest. I just got to rest a bit, I think. Been burning it at both baby, baby bottle ends. That's what I've been doing. I don't even know what I've been doing. And that's what's, that's what's just so difficult about motherhood sometimes is that weeks can go by and you're like, what have I done? What what happened? And obviously, lots of stuff has happened. You've like I've had meetings. I've I've put them to bed. I've I've played with them. I've read to them. I've met friends. I've gone to the coffee shop. I've tried to go for a run. I've read books. I've bought stuff. I've worried about money. I've done this. I've been anxious. I've not slept. I've I don't know. There's so, so much stuff. That's such a bad list. What was that list? What was that list? I just said. Anyway, the problem is sleep deprivation is catching up with me. And I think if you don't get one good night's sleep, even if it is disrupted with a little bit of feeding here and there, a little bit of crying here and there from a baby or something, you just need a few, you need some good hours clocked up. And if you don't get them, and then you keep not getting them. It just really adds up, doesn't it? And I'm, I think I'm in a bad sleep place. And I, all I need, all I need is four hours. I just want four hours in a row. If I could just get four hours in a row. But I haven't had that in a while. And that's because I co-sleep with Ten, who is still a big baby. And Becca feeds quite a lot now at night because he's a big boy. And... um yeah, four months of exclusively breastfeeding is, 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 I feel, I do feel really proud of that. And I know that, you know, there's other ways of feeding a baby and any way of your feeding baby is the right way. And it's, that's your choice. And that's, but I just, I just want some kind of reward. I'm sorry. I just do. I want some money or something. I want someone to be like, you know, you've really, you've really been thinking about just, you know, you've not been thinking about yourself at all. You've just been completely selfless earth goddess mother and you deserve some kind of voucher from ASOS for 200 pounds. And, um, 
you know, other mothers, uh, other mothers are getting vouchers everywhere around the country right now. But we're going to give you a, we're going to give you one too because you really put the hard graft there into the, into the boobs, and to the babe. Um, obviously, it's so common. Loads of people breastfeed exclusively. It's not a big deal, but it's re- it's just wow. It's a real job, isn't it? Oh God, I just slipped. Sorry. Um, and and formula feeding is 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 hard too. And actually, in a way, I do miss formula feeding <laughs> with ten because you get direct eye contact there. It's almost like, even though Becca is quite good at direct, it's quite, quite freaky actually when they're breastfeeding and they just look at you directly in the eye and smile. And then you have to be like, focus, focus on the, what the job, the job at hand, please, Becca, please just take the milk. Stop smiling at me. Focus. Although it's just the sweetest thing. Um, I think there's something really direct about formula feeding. You can see how much milk is going in. There's a lovely thing that I think it's quite bonding. And I, I do think we have missed the trick with getting him on a bottle and I'm about to start working a little bit harder and that's going to be a massive issue and I do feel like we've missed out with Alfie not being able to feel feed the baby any bottles so a 10 from day one because you the neonatal unit there was a bit of bottles uh my colostrum until my milk came in you know in the neonatal unit he had to have the drip thing and then a bit of uh yeah a bit of formula and then because of extreme vomiting, we quickly had to give him a prescribed formula. And then I've talked about this many times now on the podcast. I'm not going to bore you, but you might be just jumping in at this episode. You never know. Jumping in at episode 30, 31, like, you know, just a cool person, just jumping in at 31. You don't need to see the other 31 episodes. You don't need to hear them because, yeah, you, you're not curious. Mm, so sleep deprived. I'm sorry. Jumping around. So I've 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 made a rod for my own back with this podcast because I'm determined to put one out a week at least. I'm determined to do some writing. I'm determined to read my books. I'm determined to try and do as much as I can with Donnie and Margot and Ten and this baby. And I think I've just burnt out. I think you can tell that. I burnt out. I burnt out with the Instagram algorithm. It's really stressing me out. The new TikTok Instagram stressing me out. Because it feels like a competition suddenly for who can do the best little silly video. And I want to win. I want to win. I had to join TikTok because I've got a book coming out next year and BookTok is just ridiculously influential. And if I don't have, uh, you know, a little bit of something on TikTok, by the time I have my book out, I'm not going to get good at BookTok. And then my book's going to sink on BookTok. And I need my book on BookTok to be a BookTok, BookTok, TikTok, TikTok success, you know? So trying to get on TikTok, which has been time consuming. I need, I need a social media manager. I can't afford a social media manager. Can't afford anything. I'm really desperate for money right now, guys. So it's a bit, it's a bit tricky, bit tricky. Time's tricky, but positives are I am here in this hotel. I'm having some time to myself while my mom looks after the baby so I can do a podcast and try and get some thoughts out of my head. Should be sleeping, but no, I'm podcasting, but that's a different issue. Um, I'm mainly podcasting to to test Alfie. This is a little test. Now, done seven minutes and 15 seconds. Alfie, if you've listened seven minutes and 15 seconds, you get your you get a little prize from me because you haven't just skimmed through this when you're editing it. You've actually stayed listening. And the reason I'm doing a podcast is because I feel guilty that I took the microphone with me 
And I said to Alfie, no, I'm taking the microphone because I am going to do a podcast. And he was like, you sure you're going to be filming? You're going to be quite tired. You're going to be breastfeeding all day and filming. You sure you're not going to be, you know, like too tired to do a podcast? You don't need to do a podcast. Why Why can't I just keep the microphone? Because Josh is coming around later to do our Formula One podcast. Please, please, can I just have the microphone so I don't have to go to the studio and get the other microphone and and, and it, it would be annoying for me if I was to do that. And I was like, no, I am doing a podcast. So actually, I am taking the other microphone. and. There's nothing you can do about it. So, and uh, I knew inside, I, I think I'm going to be too tired to do a podcast, but I wanted just to prove the point that, no, I, I've got my own stuff to do too. Um, so I'm listening, I, I am doing a podcast, but despite Alfie, no, not despite, despite the wrong word, to prove to Alfie. I don't know, I don't have any language skills right now. I, my microphone fell off today when I was filming and I had to breastfeed the baby. And um, when I got out the my dressing room, Rather than say, hey, um, my microphone fell off. Can you help me put it back on? I just said to the lovely guy, I was like, bad, but bad. That's all I said. And he just knew the microphone's fallen off. I'll put it back on. You don't have to say any. You don't have to use words. You don't have to use language. I, I get you. It was really nice. Um, I just feel slightly scared of being that open about breastfeeding. Like, I'm not going to walk around breastfeeding. I do that in, you know, in the dark, in a corner, in a closet, maybe with, you know, sh- covered in muslin cloths all around me. That's not true. Of course, I don't do that. But whenever I, I realize, OK, I need to feed the baby, I can hear him crying or right. It's been it's been an amount of time. I, I mean, he needs to be fed way too much right now, if I'm honest. I think I've he I need to just kind of get him into a little bit more of a uh, not every 45 minutes type thing. But um I'm enjoying the I'm enjoying the metabolism boost, so I'm not going to lie. I like the 45 minute thing too, but there are cons to it. So I can hear the baby's getting kind of a little bit antsy, and I know that I've got to go and feed him, but I don't want to be like. I feel like there's an age that people are understanding of breastfeeding, and then there's an age that they stop giving a shit. So I think he's 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 18 weeks, so he's four months. And I remember when I was filming Buffering, which is an ITV2 sitcom, which we're filming again later in the year, which is quite cool. Uh, I'm very excited about it, but it was quite difficult filming because I had 10 and he was four months, five months. And I think people just kind of were like, why are you bringing him to the set? You know, you don't, he could easily have a bottle or whatever. No one would say that because they're very careful these days, but I could just feel that it wasn't that cool for me to bring the baby, but I did. And it was very peak COVID times as well. So they were very careful about that. And that was, it was quite tricky. This time around, he's a bit younger than 10 was. So I feel like I've got this free pass to bring him because he's so little. But I do feel like next time when I'm filming in September, they're going to be like, okay, no, you, please, can you not bring the baby this time? Um, and I definitely feel my head's not really there when I'm filming. I'm definitely thinking about where is he? Is he okay? Is he filming? So that quote, you know, but you can't write a book with a baby in the corridor or some, you know, famous, brilliant, beautiful quote that I've just massacred. Um, I do kind of get these days. Mm. What am I going to do when I actually have to write a book? Is that my mum banging on the door? Mm. We've got a connecting room. Love a connecting room. I kind of wish I had a connecting room when I was staying in the hotel with just strangers. This was quite nice to someone to be like, hey, how you doing? So in other news, Alfie has got addicted to Sudoku. And it's a problem. It's a big problem. I'm glad he's going away for four weeks because he can do his Sudoku in peace. And you can, Alfie always picks up something like a new hobby when he's got a deadline or he's got something he needs to accomplish. So right now he's when he's got a show to write or got something to prepare for like Edinburgh, 
it's time for him to pick up uh, quite a, a, like a, a slow, time-consuming hobby like Sudoku or the cryptic crossword. So that's been a new thing I've picked up on from him. We've been fighting a bit more, which is, which is not ideal. And that's, again, I now realise all due to sleep. I'm a bit of a bitch when I don't sleep. Everyone becomes a bit of a bitch when they don't sleep. And it's making me have a lot more sympathy for Jesse in 2016, late 2016, when Margot was three months old and me and Alfie broke up. Um, I was breastfeeding Margot exclusively and Donnie was only like 20 months. I get it now. I get why we broke up. We did not need to break up. But we did. And we broke up for two years. And I get it now. So now when we're in the same problems we have, it's like we're, even though it's, you know, it's two boys, Ten and Becca, it does feel like we're repeating history quite a bit with the age gap being quite similar and um, just having two babies close together again. And now that Donnie is seven and Margot's six, Ten is one and Becca is zero, it does seem like there's a bigger gap than there is. It feels like, quite a quick turnaround to have two in quick succession again. And when I tell people I have four kids, they do look at me like, what, what are you doing? What, what, why, where are they? What, are you allowed to be here? Um, just feels a bit crazy. So I think we're fighting just because of my sleep deprivation. So I'm hoping that I get lots of sleep. My mum's going to move back in because literally it's impossible without her. I mean, it is impossible. It is impossible. And I'm sure there's mums out there who are able to function and be not bitches with their four kids on their own. But I, I, it's just hard. It's just hard. So I'm getting my mum to move in to give me a little bit of a break this summer. And I'm hoping that by the time I next podcast next week, I, um, I've had some sleep. So I'll give you a sleep update. Um, just if anyone wants to know, the ants have gone. The PVA glue worked. Ten is still addicted to to blackcurrant and apple squash. There's nothing I can do about it, but I make it very, very weak, and I only give him a few of them a day, a few bottles a day. He's got to have a few, hasn't he? He's got to have a few. He's learned the word squash and learned the word water. So unfortunately, that's a, a development I didn't want him to have because he says no water. Um, and I'll be I'll be hopefully in a in a much more I don't know less frenzy i have less less energy i have better words that's what i'll do i'll have better words and i won't have wet hair if anyone's watching this on patreon i might have makeup on i might have you know i might not be wearing my 15 year old leggings i was just going to mention this book that i read just just before i draw it to a quick close because it's done 14 minutes you know and the baby needs to be fed so i told you before that I find it really funny going to the parenting section of bookshops because the it, the titles are so extreme. And I promised that I, on my TikTok, I would start a new book club. And obviously I've done one video and then I've not done any more because I've got no time, but I'm planning to do loads. And I'm going to talk about this book on BookTok, but it's called, it's a, it's a memoir. <laughs> and the title made me laugh. I'm sorry, because it was obviously on the, it was right there in the parenting section of Foils. And um, it's called Inferno, Inferno, a memoir of motherhood and madness. And this was before I was peak sleep deprivation. I picked it up. So I looked and I thought, okay, that's, you know, there's a fight, there's, there's fire on the cover. 
I thought, okay, well, someone's, you know, it's going to be quite an extreme book. I don't know if it's for me because I really like motherhood and I really enjoy it and I love it. You know, I don't think I'll be, that won't be for me. So I've read it. I devoured it. Devoured it. Um, It's by Catherine Cho. And it's just about her being committed to a, what's the word now? What do you, what are you meant to say? A ward, a psych ward, um, because she decides she's, you know, she's, she decides that she wants to go away with the baby when the baby is before the baby's four months, before the hundred day celebration that um, Korean people do for the baby. They usually wait, they usually stay there's a, like a Korean tradition that you don't leave the house for a hundred days and you, um, I'm probably getting this wrong, but you keep the baby as protected as possible and you don't really go outside and you eat a lot of seaweed soup. And that's all you do for a hundred days because you just want to protect your baby. And then after, once it's got to a hundred days, then you can celebrate and you have a huge party with everyone you got. I'm probably getting this all wrong, but basically she goes away before the hundred day celebration. She doesn't think anything of it. She goes on a road trip across America with her husband and the baby and thinks it's their last chance to do it because of maternity leave, paternity leave and everything like that. Anyway, she basically doesn't sleep for four days and then has a, a psych, you know, a psychosis thing happen. I don't know what the right phraseology is, sorry. And has to go to hospital for two weeks. And she writes a diary in hospital for two weeks about, and then she flashes back and forth to her life before and her memories as a child and her parents. And she's really good. It's really, really good. And it made me think, okay, it's time to get some sleep. But if you are looking for some kind of cathartic reading about motherhood, I do really recommend it. Catherine Cho, Inferno, a memoir of motherhood and madness. And she's a really great writer. And I think since she has started a, uh, like awareness about postpartum psychosis and has a charity, I think with Laura She's an ambassador for a charity with Laura Dockerell, who's also an author who had postpartum psychosis. And yeah, it's really cool that I think there is this taboo, you know, that you, if you, if you have mental health problems, once you've had a baby, your baby's going to be taken away. Um, And it's just really cool to see women writing about it and to be okay now and to, you know, gotten through it and to still obviously have access to those those moments of despair, but be able to control them and, you know, have had the right help. And it's awful. There's such a different system in America to England. In America, she was taken away from her baby. She was separated from her baby and put in this hospital for two weeks, given extreme medication. Whereas in the UK, they're great. They have um, a mother and baby unit where you, they very much encourage you to stay with your baby, to still breastfeed if you can. Um, and so she really regrets the fact that she was in the UK. I'm not in the UK when that happened. Um, and, I just can't imagine anything worse, really. So it really did give me a new perspective and did make me feel a bit better. And I know you shouldn't say that, but it did make me feel a bit better about my, you know, like sleep deprivation um, mood swings I've been having. It made me feel a bit better. So thank you, Catherine. Right, I'm going to go now because I've got to feed the baby. I've got to watch some shit on Netflix before I pass out and prepare for tomorrow. Another day of filming slash feeding the baby every 45 minutes and worrying that everyone thinks I'm being unprofessional. I just did zone out a bit today on camera. I'm I'm worried when I finally watch it back that I'm going to see that I was just not there. I was thinking about my boobs when I should have been thinking about something else. Anyway, thank you for listening. If you want to go and see Alfie's show in Edinburgh, he's at the Edinburgh Festival all summer, I would like you to go because I am trying to get people to spy on him and his behaviour throughout the Edinburgh Festival. 
you won't mind me saying that he'll encourage he'll encourage that spying and again this is just a test to see if you listen through to the end of the episode um what else did i want to promote it was something what was it oh no forgotten 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 anyway i don't need to do anything right now i'm just going to say good night to you and if you have sent me a message about the podcast or indeed my book sunset um i really appreciate those messages um and sending you lots of love take care